Hello, everyone, and welcome to the La Leche de Latte Random Talks podcast. I'm your host, Eddie Pabone, here with... Yasmin Casares. What's up? And today, we just wanted to have a random talk with y'all. Literally random talk. It's just me and Eddie. There's no one else here. That's right. And we figured we would talk to you all about some of the things that has been going on with Yaz, some of the things that's been going on with me. Uh, some just of the some random things happening in the world. Yeah, like coronavirus. <laughs> And uh, and kind of just bring you all up to speed with where we are. Uh, just as a precipice, if you're listening to us for the first time, you know that we do this podcast because we try to aim to give a platform to leaders in the community of different facets to come on and share Talk with you all. Do, yes, yeah, doing their thing. Either you know, we have some authors, we have some models, we've interviewed some activists, we've interviewed some comedians. Um, Most you know, recently, we've just been all over the place. Who we did? We, so the last interview we did, I believe, was Sugar Tavares, Sugar. right? Shout out to Sugar, Mamacita, I love you. Shout, shout out to Sugar. So you came over here, right, with your you fake like this Louis bag. I did. I've been rocking it, and I gotta tell you, the feedback has been a little surprising because I, the girls, they stare, they you know, they comment to themselves. No one says anything as far as the females, but the dudes. They stop me all the time and they're like, yo, shorty, I really like your bag. And, you know, it's a conversation piece, obviously, and they want to talk about it. But no girls approach me about the bag. Just dudes. That's interesting. I wonder what it is. If you're a female and you're listening, I would like to know what you think about these bags. Right. You think like this, Louie. Like, why... Why the side comments? Why the side eyes? Like, you know. <laughs> yes, is out here walking with a big Sugar Tavares bag. Shout out to Sugar. If you Sugar. haven't listened to that podcast, definitely go listen to it so you can get to know Sugar Tavares and her Heal Our Hoods movement. Um, who else did we have recently? I know we, we had... Funny Latino. Funny you La- went to the show on Saturday. Tell yes. us about it. Oh, man. So, shout out to Funny Latino, Roman Suarez. He, he had the Goof Fellas, it was called. Um, and it was him and five other Latinos. We went out. It was at Silhouettes in the Bronx. Okay. It was a great comedy show. I laughed a lot. And then he shouted me out in the Summerrise in December. So I was like, oh, that the was Summer nice. Summerrise in December, guys, is Eddie's book. You guys should really check it out. It's yes. Amazing. If you've been living under a rock and you didn't Which know that I have a book. Be. Yeah. Definitely check out the Summerrise in December. It's an inspirational piece, you know, meant to motivate people going through tough times. So um, check that out. But... Who, was, who else? Who's our next podcast? We have Dominic Cologne coming up. I'm excited Dominic about Cologne. that. Cologne. Tell us about Dominic. I want people to get excited. I, w- I am excited to have Dominic come on. He's a very special soul, a good old school friend of mine uh, who we met. I met him back in the day um, doing peer education work. He oh. worked for an organization called Teatro Puente and he did some acting, comedy skits and That's fun. Uh, theatrical stuff there. But he's more recently been on things like Power, and he's done a couple movies and shows. Good for him. He's an actor and screenwriter who I'm trying to get work with me on this Summer Rise in December adaptation. Hello, we need to make this movie a series (laughs) or something. Something got to come out of this. No pressure, Dominic, no pressure. (laughs) No, but... um, also, society, he's going to be coming on uh, on our next podcast, so we're excited to have him. Definitely tune into that. We'll get to know him a lot more and talk about him a little bit more. We have a lot of good people on the podcast this season. We have. Shout out to everybody who's come on to Random Ivelisse. Talks. Ivelisse. Ivelisse Namaste, Isabel Rojas. Who else we have? 
Um, I know we had the Cueto brothers. Hey, was good, Isa. Chulo underwear, Ricardo Munoz, <laughs> uh, Belor Sue, the lovely Belor Sue. She was our first one. She was our first guest. She started our voyage to love. She's. I miss her. I miss you, Belor. Wherever you are in the world, have an extra margarita for me. Oh my God, La Bruja! We could forget La Bruja. La Bruja. That night was magic. It I'm was. Sorry, it was like really bewitching. She's one of my favorite podcasts. She is. One of my favorite people on the planet. Shout out to you. Yes. Caridad. Jose Ramon. Jose Ramon. Shout out to Jose Ramon, yes. who I love to death. Connie Pacheco. Connie was so much fun. Yes, Connie is always fun. Connie was I mad. love Connie. Was, she's just like a ball of energy, you know, <laughs> a ball of energy. Who else we have? We have Raf, uh, Raphael, the model, who was part of the series for yes, photography. The Chulo. Shout out to yes, Raphael. Yes. Who are we missing? Will Porter. Shout Will out to Porter. Will. Shout out to Will. And that was a good podcast. I, oh my gosh, I feel bad if we're missing anybody. Michelle. Michelle and Isabel. They well, were Michelle together. and Isabel, I mentioned Hello. them first, so shout out to them, definitely. Kemma, <laughs> <laughs> um, Kemma. I can't hmm. remember, I can't think, like off the top, it's, it's hard to... We're going to turn this off and all the names are going to come. It's okay, but oh, to, we, we especially today, aside from, you know, just catching up on all that, real talk, we wanted to talk to y'all about some stuff. Um, healthy relationships is one of the things in avoiding toxic people, and we'll get to that in a second. I wanted to talk a little bit about current events um, and about the coronavirus really quickly. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but this shit kind of scares me. Um it's according to CNN, 75,000 people have been infected. There's like 2,000 deaths. There's a bunch of, a couple hundred people stuck on some cruise ships. It's a World Health Organization emergency. Um, and it people... is pretty scary if you if you if you are reading all that and and you're letting yourself be, you know, guided by fucking cnn and abc news and all this shit but i feel like the news is there to fucking scare you and i'm not taking away anything from the virus because people are fucking dying but people die from the flu you know so it's like how serious is this what what shit is this is cnn pushing like why why are they trying to scare us to death like i don't i don't understand you know why they do that well, the news is always doom and gloom. Right. I saw it's a video like... today. Actually, I was talking about that. Um, Will Smith. He was saying that you know he found him, he was at peace. He was on vacation. And he was about to watch the news, and then he realized, oh, the news kind of. I get agitated with the news, which is something that we share in common. Shout out to Will Smith. Uh, but I get agitated with the news because it's so negative. But then I find myself wanting to check the news, and he realized, oh shit, I'm addicted to drama. We're addicted to like to to negativity right. and to to being agitated and but, to but being But that's provoked. because that's the point of these things. It's, we're programmed, right? Well, I mean, I don't know. When you I was watching it from the beginning, and it was like three thousand people. Then a week later, thirteen thousand. Then a, a week later, but it's like, what do you believe? Like, what 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 do you believe? I don't know what to believe. That's the what thing. do you believe? Well, I. I don't know. Like I said, there's corona, there's the flu, there's a lot of shit going around. I think if you just practice, you know. But you know what? I've, the other day, there was a Chino in front of me. Not the, I'm sorry, God, for saying this. But there was a Chino in front of me, and he was, like, coughing into his hands and, and, and then touching the pole. And I'm like, mm. not saying that he had the coronavirus mm -hmm. because, you know, he's Chinese or, or, or Asian or whatever. And he's, like, coughing in all the place. But it's, if people just knew how to cough into their elbow, don't 
touch your hands, don't sneeze into your hands and then touch the pole. Just like common fucking sense things that you can do to kind of stop disease from spreading. Like just yeah. little simple things that you can fucking do. Today, a lady comes into the bathroom. She had a mask on, right? Mm-hmm. She goes, she pees, and then she walks out. Like, bitch, you part of the problem. You didn't wash your hands. <laughs> yeah. You have a, ma- a whole mask on, but you didn't wash your hands. What's up with that? Interesting, right? You don't even you don't mess with the news, but you it, it programs you. But to I'm be an fearful. observer. You see somebody, right. I'm like, oh hell no. Mm. Shout out to the Chinese who are affected by this. I mean, anybody who's looking at Chinese people funny, obviously and influenced by the fear of thing. the reports, but. Try to consider the fact that this is a virus that is affecting human beings, not just the Chinese. Put yourself in their shoes and treat people how you will want to be treated. I did come across some myths and facts about the coronavirus that I'd like to share okay. with everyone. So, if you see it. Educate me. It was actually a friend of mine who is a nurse, people. And she shared this with me and I just wanted to share with everybody. So, some myths and some facts about the coronavirus. Y'all ready? Myth. Corona is the most dangerous virus that exists. Fact. The common flu kills 60 times more people annually than corona. Mm. Myth. I will die if I am diagnosed with the coronavirus. Facts. Only 2% of cases have reported deaths, and most of these deaths were associated with weaker immune systems. Example, OH. Okay. Myths. I need need to buy a hazmat suit and an (laughs) N95 mask to stay protected. (laughs) And then it says, fact, washing hands and sneezing into elbows is the best practice. Hello, wash them hands, people. You come out, the first thing I do when I come out from anywhere, when I get home or when I get to work, wash your hands. It's that simple. Myth, we all need to panic and blame China for this emergency. I should also make insensitive jokes about international students, which is kind of what I did just now. I wasn't joking, though. Like, these are my observations yeah, on the train. Yeah, you were just being real about how right, you felt about based what on I see. what you saw, yeah. Facts. The panic and hysteria that's happening is fueled by racism and xenophobia. Not evidence or practicality. Nothing justifies being rude to others. So nothing justifies... I want to emphasize that. Nothing justifies being rude to others. Xenophobia and racism are for assholes. Fuck racists. Right. <laughs> Say that fuck personally. Assholes. And fuck assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Work. But, I got one more myth. Okay, what was okay, that? Okay, hold up. This is good. Educate us. Myth. I should believe everything I read online about the coronavirus because it is factually checked and written without any bias. This is the problem I have with the news and the fucking coronavirus shit. Is that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Facts. Misinformation and racism is more dangerous than any virus. Check for references and look for evidence, not ideology. So do your own research, people. Don't fucking go by what CNN is telling you. Don't go by what the fuck ABC is telling you because what the news is doing, that's what they're there to do. To fucking... Is to instill fear. Yes. And fear begots hate and makes you do things right. that it, you wouldn't all those do. Things in, in it puts one, you into in this like box. survival state. Don't trust the Chinese. And then it makes you toxic. You with a mask. You know? Definitely wash your hands. Definitely. Like, <laughs> your elbows. Do not let me catch you on the train. Confidence here hasn't done touching the pole. Please. You can do a lot by just having common sense. And so talking about the topic of fear and assholes and racists. Toxic people. I wanted to take the time, and Yaz agree, we should definitely touch this today. And talk about avoiding toxic people. You know what's crazy about that, though? You don't always know you're dealing with a toxic person right away. Mm -hmm. Because people don't immediately reveal themselves. Yeah. So sometimes you're... You're with this person and you think they're a certain way 
and then a few months, maybe even years down the line, you realize, you know, then this person really starts, like their true colors really starts to come out. Like a toxic person is not going to introduce themselves as toxic or come off as toxic right away. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the thing. They, they kind of sucker you in. It's, it, it, it's, that's an interesting thing. And then there's two prong, it's a two prong thing there where, you know, the person that, that may be toxic to you, you might not know that they're toxic, but then they may not know that they're toxic themselves. Right, because they so think that what they're doing is right. They're pretty contemplative or they may be a predator, which is, which is something else, which is a pattern of behavior, right? Narcissist. And they're aware. Sociopath. Yes. So toxic people though, and, and to give a little bit more depth on why I chose to talk about this today. Uh, I got like four DMs this week from individuals, different people, shapes and sizes, specifically venting about the toxic relationships in their lives. One person was talking about a friend that wasn't really a friend. Another person was talking about a collaborative, um, uh, somebody that she's working with that she couldn't get along with. And then there was work again in a different capacity, somebody who worked in service was talking about having a toxic relationship with gossip and that this this girl was talking about her constantly and she approached it and the girl and her got into it and then they got management involved and you know people are asking me Eddie what should I do so I thought it would be good to bring it on and just talk about it overall talk about healthy relationships versus toxic relationships what that looks like and dive into it a little bit deeper so first of all to define a healthy relationship it's anything that makes you better, right? That makes you feel better, that makes you feel love, that makes you feel positivity. And then, of course, toxic being the opposite. Somebody that makes you feel drained, makes you feel annoyed, bothers you. Right. Um, brings out the, the negative qualities of life for you. Right. Um, what is your experience like with, with toxic, toxic work people. relationships, toxic relationships? Well, I'm, I'm what say comes to right mind? Now, that I work in a toxic environment. My boss does not promote a healthy work environment. She doesn't. She's a narcissist. She's a fucking sociopath, <laughs> amongst other things. I've even looked up psychopath, and she has some characteristics of a psychopath. If you guys do your research and you see, like, down the list, she has some characteristics of a psychopath, too. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a toxic relationship, and it's one of the longest toxic relationships that I've been in. Um, and, and it's funny because like I said, she doesn't immediately come off as a bad person. Mm -hmm. You find that out over time, the way she operates, the things that she does, straight manipulating, you know, she uses fear and intimidation to manipulate the staff. Nobody respects her, mm -hmm. but they do what she says because she's going to start fucking with your schedule. She's going to go behind your back. She's, you know, she starts, she gets you that way. Mm -hmm. And then she hides behind the business. Abuse of to power. To push her own personal agenda. Yeah, abuse of power is crazy. Crazy. Interesting. And for, to, to educate people, what uh, you don't have to say where you work, but what type of work do you do? I work in hospitality. Okay. Yes. Which is crazy. Which because... is a difficult field. It's interesting because I said a service earlier, and that was in the same realm. Service, hospitality, same bit. Right. I also worked in a five-star restaurant downtown before, and that was probably the most toxic environment and, and out of all the environments that I've worked in, if y'all know me, y'all know I have like nine jobs. I work with substance abusers, <laughs> all I've, kinds of people, like all kinds all of people. And that's a walk in the park and compared to working, working at um, <clears throat> the <clears throat> grill down on Wall Street. And, uh, 
yeah, service is hard because you're not only dealing with people, but you're dealing with a lot of personalities and you're there to just be perfect no matter what. Right. And then you, if you have a toxic boss, it makes it hell. Right? It does make it hell because it's like, how do you expect me to put my best foot forward when you just shit it on all of us? You know yeah. what I mean? Like you shit on all of us all the time and then you want us to smile at everybody and pretend everything is okay. Not everything is not, mm-hmm. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got some feelings about it's this one. Yeah, I had a, I'll give you an example of what my work, my toxic work environment was like. Um, two months into serving in this restaurant, I took this serving job because I wanted to launch with the book and I realized it was a great opportunity to make a lot of money quick and to get the money off the ground to do that. So I was working there and I hated it and I just felt like it was so opposite of what I wanted to be doing, but I did it anyway and I was I did my best and I was pulled to have a supervision, quote unquote, and I was told that I was told, quote, Eddie, I know that you're trying hard to show us that you're a good server and you are, you're doing great, but you're trying a little too hard and it's rubbing some of the other servers wrong. So we need you to like tone it down. I've, I was told to tone it down too with my wardrobe. Mind <laughs> you, I work in a high, worked in a high-end um, luxury store mm-hmm. where the clothes were fashion-forward, and she can't stand people giving me compliments mm-hmm. on my outfits, on my lipstick, on my hair, even my eyes. Like your eye color is so beautiful, bitch. Do you want me to take my eyes off, put them in my pocket, so people don't compliment them? Like, and we had this conversation too, very informal, just me. I'm going to need you to be more conservative and less fashion forward. I'm going to need you to tone it down. Mm. Like, bitch, she's hating. <laughs> you are hating. And I'm like, okay, so if this is something that's coming from the higher ups, where are the other hostesses? Why aren't they here? Why are you singling me out? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Again, she hides behind the company, quote unquote, to push her own personal agenda. She's asked me to take off pieces of jewelry. Because they were going to attract too much attention and it was going to slow her down. It was going to slow her day down if people stopped to compliment my necklace or stopped to compliment my ring. Yeah, there's a lot. There's weirdness like that. I was you bringing me back. Wow, she's giving me flashbacks. Um, there was a, a time where they the company policy was announced that you could wear earrings, men and women, as long as it wasn't big, obnoxious earrings. Right. And I had earrings on at that time. It was just little studs. And the general manager was like... Um, Eddie, I, I, you know, don't take this personally, but, and I know the policy says that you can wear earrings, but the guy who is a district manager, they really don't like that. So I think you should take those off for the next week and avoid him seeing you. And I was just like, but policy was, we just got an email that it's okay to do that. Like, right. Whatever. I'm not there anymore, bitches. Right. So. I'm not going to be there for much longer, so. To those of you that are working in toxic environments, I want to send you some hugs, some light word, and some love. Word. Know that don't ever let anybody fuck with your money. Go for yours, but have a goal to get out. Yes, stand Stand out for yourself. yourself. Don't ever put yourself in a a precarious situation. That's why we don't get along because I don't take her shit. Hmm. You know what I mean? She tells me something and I clap right back. Like, no, bitch, this is not how we're gonna do this. You Hmm. know what I mean? Like, no, no. And and so that was the work environment, which a lot of people, I'm sure, if you have a toxic work environment or if you know somebody who's a toxic situation, comment on this video, start a conversation with us, and let's have yeah, a let dialogue about it. And yeah, yeah, let us know. Maybe you could give some hope to someone else in a similar circumstance. But um, I know that there's you know, relationships that we've been in that, that are toxic as well, and, and that's on a more personal level, like you know, our partners um, and family members. And... 
Me yeah. personally, I've been in quite a few, right? And then diving into my history and acknowledging that I'm a product of the environment I was raised in, which was a shit show to say the least. Um, and I'm doing the best that I can, but also like in order for me to really be my best, I've got to remove those old patterns, thoughts, and behaviors that are attracting the very same people I'm trying to avoid. Right. Deep shit, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes absolutely. And I, I, I was in a toxic relationship myself for almost seven years and I wasn't because of any upbringing or because of anything like that. It's just, again, this person didn't reveal himself immediately. You know, that shit came later on. And then, like I was telling Eddie before, like, I felt like I couldn't show up to my house fully as myself because who I was, he never accepted. He never accepted me for me. It was never about me. It was always about what I can do for him. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's toxic in itself. You know what I mean? When you can't even be yourself around somebody, you got to watch what you say, you got to watch what you do, you got to watch what you wear. I remember one time he made me take off a dress because he said he wasn't going to walk with me if I was wearing it. Mm. I'm not walking with you down the street if you're wearing that dress. Like, That's horrible. It is horrible. Yeah, you should definitely big your partners up and try to make them feel better than the rest of the world does. That's the whole. That's your job as a partner. He used to call <laughs> me a peacock like that was a bad thing. Mm. You're a peacock. Yeah, nigga, I'm a motherfucking peacock. Look at my feathers. Yes. Look at my feathers. That bothered him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like when it was when I was around him, I had to put the feathers down. You know what? I, that's one of the things that I love about you is that you're not only a beautiful woman, but Aww. you're sexually expressive. Very. And he knew that in the beginning. He knew that. He knew what he was getting himself into. He, he knew the stuff that we used to do out in the street. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, oh. in public. Oh, all right. Yes, you okay. naughty man. Okay, but now you want to <laughs> question certain things and you want to ask certain questions and then get mad when I give you the answer. Yeah. Like, you can't be mad. You know, yeah. So, it sounds like that relationship didn't work out. No, it didn't. No. And, you know, letting go of that has been the best thing I've ever done. You know, and I'm writing about it. And we're oh. going to talk about that later. Oh, wait. That's <laughs> right. We're going to talk about that later. <laughs> yes, has. You know, we have our many inspirations from Random Cox podcast. Oh, my God. That's right. Random Cox. That's going to be March 1st, right? That was the deadline you gave that me? I, that I still have nothing to do with, maybe. <laughs> um, I wish you guys could see his face. <laughs> it wasn't my idea, nothing. No, no, not, no, at, not all. at all. It's all Yaz. But so Yaz has been inspired recently to start writing. Um, and so she finished her rough draft, which I'm super proud of. Yes. What are you writing about, Yaz? So check this out. It's a one woman play. Mm hmm. And it's called The Bronx Pussy Diaries. Yeah. And it's basically taking everyone on my sexual exploration. Mm -hmm. The first year of me being single after coming out of a toxic relationship with a man, which I'm not saying that the sex wasn't good. It was just, I'm, I'm going to leave it for the, for the, for the play. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say it all. But she's now. writing about the Pussy Diaries. I'm basically taking y'all through 
all the dicks I jumped on in the first year oh of God. me being single. <laughs> you know, just me exploring my sexuality. I'm a sexual person. I always have been. The BDSM, you know, masturbation. Oh, Master Joshua. That's one of the Master podcasts Joshua, we forgot. Master Joshua, yes. BDSM. Shout out to you, Yes, Joshua. we have to bring him on for again. We have to do this. <laughs> Your face. That I was wish fun. you guys could see Eddie's face, I don't though. know. I had fun there. <laughs> I, I did, too. The, you know, the whole BDSM. Just me exploring who I am sexually after being with the same dick for seven years mm. um you have there's gonna be some pretty interesting stories there at first the idea was right i'm gonna write about it i'm maybe it's gonna be a book but no this shit needs to be performed mm. so i'm in the middle of writing it right now like eddie said um on my first i wrote my first draft this weekend which was really exciting and um it's still very rough it's still in its very early stages but the bronx pussy diaries is coming to a stage near you yes so okay. Watch out for that. Shout, so this speaks to that whole healthy relationship thing, right? So you were in a toxic relationship, but you're a sexually exploratory, sexually open being, which is healthy, right? I want to say now, we need to decriminalize people who are who are open sexually, Especially right? Especially women. women. They put labels on us. Holes, women the sluts, most. Fuck. Yes, I've met so many women who are like, oh my god. I love, you know, oh, yeah, I think he's hot, but I would never. I don't know. I can't do that. You know, how? And I would have like, been on that girl, two seconds. You better go hop that on that. If I had your pussy, you know what I would be doing with it. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> and he always says that I'm him, female version of yes, him. Yes, yes, is definitely a woman version of me. She has no hangups. No shame. She, no shame or guilt. Nope. She wears that pussy thin, honey. That's right. Okay, so back at the ranch, because I'm trying to keep it cute. <laughs> what you would call it? Now you can see why we did this together. Exactly. Um, healthier relationships. So sex is healthy. It is a part of our human being. We are it, all here because is, of sex. It is, we're here because of sex. We are built around sex sex is needed to sustain humankind it is it and is a part of our what? basic needs and we need to stop making people evil for being open about that right and for wanting sex i was talking to one of my homeboys today which is funny he should be on my random cox podcast um to talk about coming this soon with or without soon. eddie pabone i don't know <laughs> eddie's gonna be there <laughs> he was saying that for people to think that women don't have sexual needs like men have sexual needs is crazy and it's true like it's really that simple like men have sexual needs but so do we mm-hmm. and so men can act upon them and they won't be you know demonized for it but if i say something crazy like yeah, i'm gonna i want to jump on that dick or whatever mm-hmm. i'm looked at like i mean it's not susia like yes i am a susia and I wear that shit proudly. And it's yeah. like the whole Query thing. Shout out to Query. We yes, Query. When they do the shirts. Because mm-hmm. what was the whole point, right? If we own these names. That Reclaiming people, names, right. yeah. The sticks and stones will never break us. You could call me a slut. I don't give a fuck. That's right. Once upon a time, not long ago, I was a hoe. And I'm admitting it. All right, I so. used to be scared of the... Okay. <laughs> now I throw lips to the shit. All right, Enjoy. so back. <laughs> like a real bitch. So some tips really quickly to keep this keep this flowing. <laughs> some tips on healthier relationships. You know, love yourself first and foremost. I'm always saying you cannot seek external things if internally you are a mess and empty. You're going to always wind up disappointed and in the same place you started because you were not doing the work to heal that child inside of you that needs to let that healthy adult flourish. Right. So love yourself. Be comfortable with who you are. It means that you'll be a happier partner. 
Yes. You have to be honest. You have to be real with yourself because for a long time I wasn't being real with myself and I was in this relationship and I was unhappy and I know I wasn't happy. And if I'm not happy, then that nigga can't possibly be happy. (laughs) I just had the balls to come out and say, you know what? This ain't working. Yeah. I'm not happy. You know, we, you have to be real with yourself. So commu- but, honest, be with be with yourself, and then you can be real with your partner. And yeah, I think and need- and commu- which is communication, right? You need to communicate. You need a good communication. You have to agree to disagree. You whack. I'm not right. Talk I'm about a peacock. Mm-hmm. You know, talk about things. Talk about sex. We're so afraid to talk about the things that we 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 like, but then we wait until later on to talk about it, and that's where we. And get. if you're not willing to do certain shit. Then you need to be open about that too. You know what I'm saying? And don't like, be mad. But remember, you know, I grew up hearing if what you won't do, the next one will. So I try to make, take care of mine and be as exploratory as possible. And if you know what, and if you're not willing to do that, then hey, there's a hundred niggas online around the block waiting for to do just that. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta grab a number. So key things: don't let anybody, don't let anybody. So we already covered love yourself. We did the communication you said right, and being honest. Agree to you said, disagree. Agree to disagree. That's that's huge. Forgive and ask for forgiveness. Um, yeah, that's a big one. That is a big you. One. A lot of us are running around holding hurt, holding pain, and with hurt people, hurt people, and you spewing that shit. And let me tell you something: if 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 you don't let that go. What you're doing is really hurting yourself. Right. There is an old saying, and this is something along the lines of, you know, being mad at someone is like drinking poison and expecting and them, them to be some, the, one. the person you're mad at to, to die. Right. No, no, no. You're holding that negative energy. So right. let that go. Let that go. And also hold yourself accountable for your own shit. Mm-hmm. It's so easy for you to point the fingers and blame this person. Oh, because of you, this, because of you, that. But what about you? You yes. have a part in that. You played, you know, I can't say, you know, he did this and I was in a toxic relationship. Yes, I was. But I have to hold myself accountable, too, because I sat in that shit for a while. You know, you're absolutely right. And that that brings me to my final and bullet I on this. Myself. You we only have a few seconds left to cover this. But that is that is a very good point that you make. Yes, well, I fuck with you. I love you because you <laughs> I know love what? you. Life is 90% where how you react and 10% what happens to you. A lot of us are running around playing victim, but we don't realize that we're perpetrating the very realities that are yep. victimizing ourselves. So stop we being pre-contemplative. Yep. Look in the mirror and do the work. Right. Do the, look in the mirror, do the work, and hold yourself accountable for your own bullshit. Period. That's what you need to do that. You need to Period. face your own demons. And, you know, you have to, you have, if you have to, what do you call it? You have to face your own demons. You have to be. You have to be honest with yourself, because a lot of people are walking around like they didn't do nothing wrong, like it was all you because of you this, because of you that. No, nigga, take a look in the mirror and do the work. Do the work. Face yourself and see how you were responsible for some of the shit that went down. You know? Absolutely. Because it wasn't just me, honey. Wow. <laughs> yes. Let it go. Let it, let go. it go. She's let ready it go. to fight him. I'm ready to fight. He ain't even here. I don't even know who it is. Word. I do. But anyway, we're not here for that. So, <laughs> so. Folks, we've run out of time. Thank you so much for listening. Let us know what you thought about this podcast. Follow Yaz at Hello Fashionistas. Follow me at Have Honor, Have Faith. Follow the podcast, Random Talks Podcast on and follow Instagram. The podcast at Random Cox Podcast. Oh my gosh, coming soon. That's coming soon. Hold it still by Yaz and some anonymous mail. <laughs> 
Um, but <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, let us know what you thought about this. Comment on the podcast below. Um, check out next week's podcast with Dominic Cologne. And until next time, know that you're filled with limitless light, love, and potentiality. So chase your dreams and the rest will flow. Love you. Love you. Light and love. Light and love.